0: Mike.
1: Right out of the gate, I need you to make a tough call. A tough call for the Judge Kent against the other judge. Everybody's talking about it. Hold on. You want Judge Kent to rule on Judge Kavanaugh? Well, Thomas, we have... Hold no. on. Let me just have another head of this beer. <laughs> you know, this is the ultimate he said, she said. Now, she came off as very credible. Everybody thought that she was believable. Then he comes out. And his supporters think he's believable. How do you judge it, my friend? Only
0: one person is telling the truth. So what do you think? How do you handle this? I don't think
1: he's very credible. And first off,
0: let me just say, it's Monday morning. We're not starting the week off with politics. This has nothing to do with politics, okay? Because as a matter of fact, you happen to know that I'm a lifelong you-know-what. So it has nothing to do with my particular party, But let's say, just for kicks and giggles, that we were being political, but we're not. Right. Then if it was all about politics, I'd be on his side. But it's
1: not, at least not for me. This is our country. Now, look, here's the way I look at it. This guy has led a very exemplary life after he got out of college. From college till today, he's been an upstanding citizen. But I also got to tell you, Thomas, to me, how do you know this? Well, I don't, I don't think he did anything after college, but I'll tell you one thing. When he was in high school and college, he was a party animal. John no. Belushi had nothing on this guy. Well, not only that, he was a punk. He was a preppy punk. He thought he was uh, an elitist punk. Right. And I think he was disqualified, whether he did it or not. Based I mean, on you, his temperament. Yeah, me you, too.
0: He, I'm totally with
1: you. He goes to that woman, uh, uh, Senator Klobuchar from Minnesota. Do you like beer? Do you like beer? I think the only questions he answered was that he likes beer and he likes calendars, right? By the way, did you see the Saturday Night Live bit? No, you know what? I didn't. We were out, but I I saw a couple things on YouTube. And you know what I think would have been funnier? (laughs) Uh, it was funny, Matt Damon. I bet it was. But I think what I saw from it, what have been funnier is every time they came back to Matt Damon playing Kavanaugh, they should have had having him drink another beer, like from a different, like a Rolling Rock and then a Perona and then a something else, a Corona. And then the final one, he could have had one of those beer helmets on, like with the tubes coming up. You always have a better way, don't you? (laughs) Well, I remember you told me a couple of times. So I guess you know how Judge Kent rules on this one. He's out of here,
0: right? Yeah, just because of his temperament. Even if the FBI doesn't find anything, I couldn't vote for him based on his temperament.
1: And not only that, the Supreme Court should be right down the middle. He was taking shots at the Clintons, at the Democrats, saying this is all political. You know, Supreme Court justice can't talk like that, can he? No. So, yeah, I think I'm with you, pal. I mean, get somebody else in there that's a little bit Besides more... that, if
0: he was so innocent, why doesn't he offer to take a lie detector test? Could not answer the
1: question of having an FBI investigation. He didn't want that. Right. Like we said before, if that woman asked for a lie detector test, that tells me that she has nothing to hide, right? Right. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very Yeah, and, you
0: know, the way he has framed himself as being... You know this Boy Scout,
1: right? Helping little old ladies across the street. He studied like football and going to church. Get the hell out of here. Tom and Mike. You saw Saturday Night Live then, right? Yeah. So, Kanye was on. Did you hear the big news about Kanye? Yeah, I heard that they
0: had to delay the end of the show because he came out in a MAGA hat.
1: Not only that. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. You didn't know about that? He's an idiot. I mean, I actually knew something that you didn't know. Well, I tell you, I was out. But you know what else? He changed his name. He's no longer Kanye West. You know what he is now? Yee or yo or... Y-E, How do you pronounce that? Yee? Yeah. Well, look, if Kim changed your last name to Ha, they could be known as Yee <laughs> Hey, Yee baby. That's it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. No, I think
0: it's pronounced Hee Haw. Two, two, two years from now he'll be
1: Hee Haw. Two years from now Haw. Two years from now he'll be You're called thinking about Yee Haw. <laughs> and about two years he'll be called Yeold old has been. That's what he'll be called. <laughs> Tom and Mike. Here's something I was thinking about the other day, and you got to help me with this because when you think about it, it is kind of interesting how this happened. When do you think? And because I've never read about it, who do you think was the first surgeon in the world? It had to take place somewhere. I mean, some. I mean, the first one. I don't know if if it was in 79 AD around Caesar's time. If it was before that, I know who it was. Who? Weird. Al Yankovic, no. like no. a surgeon cutting for the very first time. <laughs> now, but think about this. Thomas, Thomas, be serious. Think about this. Nobody taught somebody how to be a surgeon back in the early days. Was it just some guy with some with some knives? Probably, and a dream? Somebody, probably somebody got
0: shot, you know, and they tried to figure out a way to get the bullet out, right? So you know what, they me? said, okay,
1: we'll just open them up and take that bullet out. I think it was just a guy with some knives and a dream. That's what I think it was. <laughs> knives and no, <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, think about it. Who was the very first surgeon? And, and how did it come about? And how did he learn what to do? Who was it? I know Da Vinci was so curious about the human body that he would take apart cadavers and try and find where everything went. He was so intense that he actually would dissect an eyeball to see how it worked and everything. So... I don't know. Maybe it was somebody that was a follower of Da Vinci became the first certain. But they're the kind of things that I think are pretty interesting, but nobody talks about. Why don't you get on that and come back to me sometime? Actually, I just
0: Googled. You did? I turned on the Google machine, and in 600 BC... Are you being serious? I'm totally serious. There was someone called Shushrita Shamhita. Right. And it's called Shushrita's Copendium. It's one of the oldest records where surgery in the world has indicated that this person was probably the first surgeon to perform. I'm going to give you a guess as to what type of surgery it was. You would never guess in a hundred years. Actually, 600 years before Christ. What part of the world was he from? Indian. Oh, Indian. Yes.
1: So he was doing, working with cows, goats. Was it? Heart surgery? What was it? Plastic surgery. You're kidding. Back then? Yes. Jeez. Look at that. I learned something, pal. You're a good man. Tom and Mike. If Thomas Kent could get on a plane and have a seven and a half hour flight and sit next to anybody in the world, and that person would engage in conversation for the whole time, who would you pick? Good
0: question. Really good question. Somebody that I think is interesting, that I'd be fascinated, I'd just want to talk to, and never stop talking to. Weird Ali Akobec? no. I'd say Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, uh, you can't pull him out. That doesn't, that's not fair. <laughs> okay. No, it's got to be, it's got to be a celebrity or a public figure that, uh, that's, you know. There's no bigger celebrity, my friend. I know, but I'm, you can't use big, are you? Big, or are we talking current? Yeah, they have to be alive right now. Oh, you they have to be alive. Yeah, there's somebody right now that's alive that okay. you could share a plane and have chat, you know, they, they'll talk to you. And who, who would it be? Wow. That is a good one. Would it be a sports star from your childhood? Would it be movie star? Would it be a politician? Would it be a singer? Maybe Paul McCartney. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he'd be I, interesting, don't you think? Yeah, I mean,
1: he would be He'd be, be my... more
0: interesting than
1: Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I would pick Barack Obama. Oh, okay. Or I would love to get in the head of Donald Trump. If I could sit next to Trump for seven and a half hours... I would probably want to know a couple things. I think he would probably win you over.
0: You know, I hear that politicians, one of the gifts that they have, you know, I heard that Bill Clinton could do that. He could walk into a room and even if you hated him, he could make you like him. And I get the sense that Donald Trump has that kind of charisma on people. I'm talking one-on-one now. I don't know. He couldn't win me over, but (laughs) well, that's that's what you say. But you know, know. if you're stuck for seven hours on an airplane, I'm thinking he's gonna be your best friend. If you've engaged in conversation for that long and you're really connecting, I mean, I would think you'd be connecting because you're engaged, right? Right. Seven hours you might be exchanging phone numbers before you get off the plane you maybe, might be on his cabinet
1: and maybe he'll fall in love with me like he fell in love with kim jong-un did you hear that yeah i we fell actually
0: in... if you know how to play him right there's a good chance you guys could be very good friends
1: yeah i doubt it but okay i'll go with that <laughs> so you 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 who did you pick oh paul mccartney yeah. And I picked Barack Obama. Yeah. And
0: your point is.
1: Well, no, I just thought, you know, there's so many people in the world that you would love to pick their brains, and a seven hour plane ride would be perfect for well, that. Well, you're of always
0: thing. traveling to Europe. So those seven hour flights that you're on, you're sitting next to your wife, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, are there three people in the aisle? It depends. Is there somebody on the other side of you, somebody other than your wife? Sometimes. And do you engage? Yes. Tell me yeah. about your most recent engagement.
1: Uh, was it a woman or a man? It was a woman. Oh. It was a very attractive woman. Oh, and how did Claire feel about that? Well, she gave me the evil eye a little bit. Yeah? But. Uh, you liked her, didn't you? No. Well, yeah, he, you must have liked her. Look, you engaged. Every, I don't know there's a man out there who's a healthy male that doesn't enjoy flirting with a woman Who can still be madly in love with his wife But you know, let's face it, you know if You have an ego, and if you can still get a little flirt going on And it's all innocent It's good for you, I think And I feel the same way about my wife if Because she's an attractive woman if some guy wants to flirt with her And I know that it's just, you know, give her a little ego, a little push I don't have a problem with it No problem at all, buddy Very secure in my marriage Famous <laughs> last words
0: <laughs> Tom and Mike
1: Now, did you hear about this psychic in Bethesda, Maryland? This woman convinced five of her clients to hand over $341,000. She just wasn't convicted and got six years in prison. What she was doing was telling them to take their money and put it in pillowcases and put it under their bed and then bring it to her. And she was going to wash the evil and stuff out of it. That's $53,000
0: per customer.
1: Look at you, Mr. Mathematician. Definitely, 53,000. And she also had a little bit of hypnosis in there. And you know what she would say, the last thing she said to these guys when they were being hypnotized? No. Instead of saying, you're getting very sleepy, she says, look into my eyes, you are getting very dumb. Very dumb? Very dumb. Did you ever call a psychic? No. You've called psychics before? I, I called a psychic once. I said I wanted to get an appointment. When they asked my name, I asked her, why didn't they know me, right? So I hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> this woman was good, though. 341000 from five people. She's good, Thomas. Not just, just not as good as the IRS. You know what I'm saying, buddy? There's only one thing that I want from a psychic. What's that? Lottery numbers. Tom and Mike.